Now, with so much of the novel coronavirus outbreak focused on the city of Wuhan in China and its surrounding Hubei province, we can now hear from a, a couple of interesting stories, uh, expats who have a strong connection with Wuhan, who have been based there through this outbreak, who have uh, been no doubt inspired by the shouts, for example, of Wuhan Jiaoyu, meaning Wuhan uh, stay strong from the window tops. We've been covering some of these uh, cases on the show and we can now connect first with a a British resident who actually wants to stay anonymous. So what's the atmosphere been like then in the last few days in Wuhan? Oh, it's um, really for the last um, three weeks, the Wednesday prior to the Spring Festival. It's been very much like a ghost town and it's gradually, I think as the message is beginning to get through from the local authorities of, and sort of numbers of um, confirmed cases and deaths, etc. going up. There's less and less people. I used to look out my window and see people um, walking around, but now it's just eerily um, quiet. For, I, I live in the CBD, um, and it's eerily quiet um, for a, a city of 11 million to see no one on the streets and no cars on the streets. It's um, quite surreal. So CBD, that refers to a central location in Wuhan, presumably? Yeah, central business district. And in terms of the lockdown itself, it must be taking its toll psychologically, isn't it? Yeah, I think, look, from a personal perspective, it's um, the boredom um, is more than anything else. You know, we've sort of taken precautions since the lockdown. But, you know, I've not been outside um, apart from sort of uh, to take either waste out or um, collect groceries. So we haven't been outside, so we're... So was a, we're in a small apartment, about about 60 square metres. There's three of us living here, so it's sort of the boredom and um, the irritation of each other is um, beginning to take its toll a little bit, um, especially when you you can't see any um, at this stage see any real light at the end of the tunnel. Are, are they um, then two other expats you you live with? No, no, I've um, I've been here in Wuhan for just under three years. Um, and I married um, a local resident, um, so as uh, myself, my wife, and my stepdaughter. Okay, I understand. So, but e- even being a family unit in that situation, it's been a, it's been a challenge for you all just to stay kind of peaceful towards one another. It sounds like. Yeah, our spirits and morale um, are reasonably high. Um, but you, I suppose you don't realise how much you need your own space and you sort of get that from doing your own things or going to work or um, them types of activities. And now that we're sort of locked up and I think we're all a little bit, um, a little bit bored, a little bit, I suppose, frustrated that we're limited um, to what we can do and then sort of living on, um, on top of each other like we do, it, it takes its toll a little bit and... You know, we don't have too many um, quarrels or um, crosswords. There are sort of little niggles every now and again now that's beginning to creep in probably over the last two or three days. And, and have you been having conversations like, oh, maybe it's OK to just go out and have a walk or maybe you could just do this or that, coming up with ideas for, for dealing with this monotonous life? Yeah, no, look, we've, um, we decide we're not... Um, we're aware of the risk, and I think, that if I'm honest... Um, now, even the numbers are high, but you put that into perspective in terms of the number of um, occupants here in Wuhan. 
and it's still a, fa- a fairly small um, percentage. But we do, are aware of the risks. Um, so we've no inclination to really um, want to go out or stay out any longer than we really have to. A question we've asked a few people based there is, are you getting enough clean water, enough food? Have there been any concerns about the practical things? Well, water wasn't so bad because we were, we were aware, because we were planning for the Spring Festival anyway. So we stocked up. We knew deliveries would stop for a two-week period. So we, so we stocked up on, um, on water. And we have 20-litre um, um, cooler water bottles. So we stocked up on those. So at this stage, water's not a problem. We've not had too many issues with groceries. We don't go to the, um, the grocery store. We've been buying um, our fresh food online. Um, since the virus broke, so it just is, takes a little bit longer um, than it normally would, and it just it just means having to a little bit more. But we've had no issues obtaining food, and like I say, we've water, we've not had an issue. So. But but even with that fresh food coming in, there's the risk of contamination. How have you dealt with that possibility? Oh, look, we bring it up. We um, we we spray the packaging before we bring it into the house. So if we go down, we have a change of clothes outside our home. So um, we live in an apartment, so we'll, we'll get changed and we'll put wear gloves and put our masks on, um, and we'll go down, collect the food. We'll come up, we'll spray it with an alcohol solution, and then because it's cold, um, like fresh fruit and vegetables, that sort of sits out on our balcony. Um, and then we thoroughly, we just bring in what we need, and then we um, thoroughly clean that two or three times before we before we actually eat it. Yeah, I mean, living in this kind of uncertainty and a lockdown, it's really fascinating to hear those details. We wish you all the best with with how you actually deal with them going forward, and that this ordeal ends soon for you. Could it end from a position of the UK flying you out, or is that not an option? Being married to a Chinese citizen, like, what, for example, why are you still in Wuhan? Yeah, I had a couple of options. I had an option. I'm dual uh, nationality, so I'm um, British by birth and descent, and then I emigrated to Australia um, some sort of 18 years ago, um, 19 years ago. So I've got dual citizenship, and I had an opportunity, a couple of opportunities. One was to fly out with the Australians, and at that time, the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs were refusing to let any Chinese nationals go. So I wasn't going to... Um, leave here um, without my family so we declined that offer and then the the, the UK embassy um, got in touch and we never progressed it because at that stage um, the Chinese nationals still couldn't travel so we didn't go through doing the same paperwork exercise as what we did with the Australians but subsequently learned that they let some other foreigners and I think I read yesterday or the day before that the Chinese are now, um, the Chinese authorities are now allowing Chinese nationals, if they've got a legal lineage or partnership, um, to leave. But you know, I, I think the um, there is a risk there. I think the risks are not high, high. I think they're probably medium. And I just feel at this moment in time, now with the numbers and the cases globally now, um, that we're probably just as safe staying locked up in our apartment as we are sort of struggling to get to the airport and then yeah. get on an international flight. So we decided from the um, from when we, we were advised that, that my wife and stepdaughter couldn't travel, we decided there and then that we'll just hunker down here and, um, and see it out. Well, it sounds like you're doing a fantastic job. You sound so relaxed, but when we hear about the measures you're taking, for example, with your groceries, it's not like you're just... Uh... 
living a normal life right now. Uh, so good luck again with, with the coming days and, and hunkering down, as you say. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, no, look, life's different. Um, we're taking the precautions and, you know, we feel that the, at this, the way we're dealing with it, that the, the risks for us now are low. You know, if we, it's now, if, if one of us contracts it, it's a case of um, misfortune or fate, as you like, or just because we've been reckless. So we're just taking precautions and, yeah, it's not, it's not an ideal lifestyle, certainly not what we're used to. Mm. But we're, yeah, we're sort of confident now that we'll see this out. It's just, just playing the waiting game. Thanks again for joining us. No problem at all. Have a good day. Well, normally at this point, I would say that the name of our guest, but just to remind you, that is a British resident in Wuhan who has asked to remain anonymous and will obviously respect that wish. We can now catch up with Faker Sheikh of Pakistan originally, but from Wuhan. And thank you very much for taking the time as well. Uh, thank you, sir. It's my pleasure to give an interview with you guys. So we were just hearing about a kind of new normal situation among another expat resident in in Wuhan. What's your new normal been like in the last few weeks? Yeah, it's good. Like, uh, you know, the, the how the situation is going on here, like uh, we are not allowed to go out because, you know, I'm a medical student in Wuhan and I feel bad about the current situation because, uh, but I'm really standing with Wuhan. I hope everything will be fine and eliminate soon. And again, the people of Wuhan will go out and enjoy and have fun with their family and friends. Yeah, it's difficult to be in isolation uh, because our university, they don't, don't allow us to go out and they're providing us food, like two-time meals and masks and everything, which is, uh, you know, the human need. And who are us in your case? Is that other students that you're living with? Yeah, they are all okay, but because, you know, the Pakistani government, they're not evacuating because, you know, the China and Pakistan have a good bonding. Like, uh, they are good friends, and I'm okay with the decision made by the Pakistani embassy that they don't, don't want to evacuate Pakistani students. Uh, because maybe we are more safe here because China has built it two hospitals. They want to separate the infected people from the other people. So maybe we're more safe uh, rather than being in our own country. Many of us have had to try to get some on-the-go medical training about this virus uh, through the mainstream media and random reports, even medical journals perhaps in certain people's cases if they're very curious. For you as a medical student, do you have a different perspective, do you think, on this outbreak from some of the people around you? I just want to say that it takes uh, some precautions, like uh, because every day our teachers updated us in the group to wash hands, to the bath every day, and wear masks, and do not go out. And if you touch anything outside, just wash your hands before eating something. So these kind of precautions we must take, and it's better to stay at home rather than going out for unnecessary things. Like if you if you need something really important, like uh, if you if you don't have water to drink or uh, like you're starving from food, then you must go out. But rather than if you have some uh, everything at your home, you must stay at home and be careful about the hygiene and about the ventilation. That you must get some fresh air from outside, uh, just in your room. But have you felt personally scared at any point, apart from that very good advice? Uh, uh, not yet, but yeah, I cannot say 
anything about the future because I hope that this is going to be end soon in month in a month or 15 days. Just I'm hoping that this is going to be end in a month maximum. So let's hope for the best. I know that Chinese people are very hardworking and the Chinese government is more concerned about these things. So I think they are going to overcome this. I mean, you're in a region with thousands and thousands of cases, and our previous guest was saying how even in that situation, given the millions of citizens in lockdown, he feels still the odds are in his favour. Do you have any words of advice for people in Korea where, you know, we've, we've got just dozens of confirmed cases and very strict quarantine facilities? Yeah, it is, like, scaring and people are fearing about this because of being, uh, being like, it is kind of an isolation. Like you put an, yourself in an isolation. So uh, I think that it's not that easy to just play with your phone and not go out and not meet your friends. But, you know, this is a hard time in China. Like not all over the China, but for especially Hubei province uh, because the, the whole province is locked down. And, you know, Wuhan is the main city in which there are more infected and confirmed cases. So I would say that just have faith and the current people or any other national who are in Wuhan, they need to be patient and have faith on the government that because they are doing their best to overcome this. I imagine anyone in Wuhan right now wouldn't mind being in Seoul, even with the cases we do have. It's obviously a far more serious situation for you guys and, and, and we wish you all the best in your current lockdown. It sounds like it could be very tough, but you are portraying, a, I think, a resilient, positive attitude. And some of that has come, and I wanted to ask you about this, from the help that people have been offering each other, even shouting from their windows to encourage each other. Have you been yeah, exactly. witnessing some of that? Yeah, I have seen the videos, and uh, I've heard one, uh, from one of my friends, like, they used to live in an apartment, because as I told you that I live in my dormitory, like in my university, and uh, to be honest, we're not allowed to go out and to meet the people, because the university is providing each and everything, like, they provide us two-time meals, and they buy the grocery from the supermarket by their own, so that the student will not go out and get infected. That was true that the people went out of their, you know, balcony. And at the same time, the whole communities, they just like kind of a slogan that Wuhan child. So they did that. Well, we again wish you all the best for the future. Faika Sheikh, Pakistani resident in Wuhan. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, Thank you, sir. Thank you.